Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to this week's Retro Rewind. Now before we get started I just want to say I am so sorry something went wrong and I sound like I'm recording from inside a submarine. Apologies for that and normal service will resume next week. Bye! Hello all you beautiful people and welcome to another episode of Retro Rewind. I almost screwed it up and sounded like Elmer Fudd but I think I got it. With me to discuss the game this week is Craig. Hello. And that's it, because we're running a skeleton crew around here. The rest of them are a bunch of no-good layabouts. We're the, the dedi- we're the dedicated to. Yeah, well, you could say the backbone, Yeah, I would say, of this media empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week's game is going to be Cotton, as I'm sure you're aware, because not only did you click the episode, you also remember it from last time. So let's jump right into it. Cotton was released for the Turbo Graphics 16 after the obligatory arcade cabinet. So it, it was kind of popular in the arcades, then came home to Turbo Graphics 16, as well as later on the PlayStation and the X68000, which I would love to get my hands on. A cut down port was made for the Neo Geo Pocket Color, but since I have never even seen one of those things, I can't tell you how that is. So, Craig, what do you know about Cotton? Yeah, so Cotton never, never heard of the game, never, never even seen or got a whiff of it. I was confused when you said Cotton, because you know it's not something that seems you would stumble across. How how would you stumble across this? Did you just stumble across it in like a HC one hundred one thing or something, or was it? Uh, no, I, I kind of stumbled across the later versions of the game, and because it's an inc- like I for a while I thought about collecting uh, TurboGrafx-16 games because it was the one system I didn't have. Okay. And I came across this as incredibly expensive, and it was one of those things of like, is it worth this much money? Yeah. Ha- if you've been collecting TurboGrafx games, does that mean you've got JB Harold's Modern Club? No, I haven't been because I was going to do it. And then okay. I saw J.B. Harold's Murder Club and went, well, that's that's a wash. Yeah. I guess I won't be collecting that. Instead, I decided to just emulate everything off the TG-16 because yeah. it's pretty easily emulatable. Um, in case you didn't know, because are you familiar with the TG-16 at all? No. Are you asking me, right, the so audience? You. Yeah, okay. Well, they can't answer oh, yeah. in real time. See, that's the cool thing yeah. about this. Whole thing. Okay, right. Even even not knowing Cotton as a franchise, the, the whole console itself was just like, what is this? PC Engine? Ah, oh, right. Okay. And then I did a bit of reading on it, but never. Uh, did you happen to see any of the games? Like, like what they come on? Because I think that's very cool. Actually, no. No, what is that? Uh, they don't come on carts, they don't come on discs, they come on what they call Hue cards, and the HU is because of Hudson, the people that make it. Um, they're game credit cards. Oh. Like, yeah, just give a quick Google to, to a TurboGrafx Hue card. They are cool, compact little buggers. Yeah, they're, they're very cool, and I, I've always wanted one, and I never got one, but I looked at plenty of pictures. So this was a system that, since this is our first TurboGrafx game, this wasn't a system that you had friends that had it or you might have saw commercials for it or anything like that? No, no. Like, literally nothing. Nothing at all. I don't know whether wow. it was just not big over here or 
whether I don't know, was it expensive? How's it here? It was the rich kids. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, it was really expensive here. That's exactly probably why when I grew up in the my circle of friends, we weren't the rich kids. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, like look, when I was a kid, you had the normal kids, which were the Nintendo kids. Then you had that one kid that eats his own boogers, and he was the Sega Master System kid. And then you had the rich kid that lives on a hill, and he had the Turbo Graphics. I never quite got around to befriending the Turbo Graphics kid. I just kind of got, you know, stuck with the booger kid. But yeah, I, I remember seeing TV commercials for these. It was very much like the Sega CD. Only real men play Turbo Graphics. I wanted to be a real man. Yeah, but it just, never happened. Some of the cover art for the games. Have you seen Keith Courage and Alpha Zone? They are hideous awful that awful the the guy on the front of it looks heroic he's got solved he's got his fist in there he is the hero um yeah uh keith courage and alpha zone uh all all the box art is terrible like never look at the box the japanese box arts are you know your usual anime looking suckers Mm -hmm. so they look fine but then it's kind of like the master system problem where it has the ugliest covers i've ever seen the master, the master system was actually. I thought there was quite nice cover art, quite simple. Wait, it might have been different over there. It, it, did it still have that like boxy grid? Yeah, the grid with maybe a couple oh. of character sprites pulled out and on the box or something. Yeah, I thought or, that was or maybe it's just a blue grid and a foot <laughs> for the soccer game. No, those are terrible. Compare that to like Mario Brothers, man. That's awful. Anyway, we've been talking about the Turbo Graphics too long. Yes. So let's talk cotton. Cool. So you've had no experience with cotton. No. I kind of stumbled across it just because it was expensive. Mm-hmm. And in case you didn't know, it's a horizontal shmup in terms of like Darius, actually pretty close to Parodius. It doesn't take itself very seriously and it's very Halloween-y, I guess is the best way to put it. So like pumpkin heads and little spoopy ghosts and things like that. So... What about the genre, Craig? Are you a fan of the genre? Are you not? Not a lot of these horizontal scrollers appeal to me. When things like a couple of months back, Otaki very much appealed to me. This. Oh, yeah. And other things, not so much. I don't know what it is about it. I just, I feel, I always feel like I'm impatient when it gets to it and I want to just batter more and it never works. It never works. Just flying on the weed. Room, trying to get through the level as quick as possible. I, I don't think it appeals to me. Maybe a wee bit because of that. Oh, all right. Let's, let's talk. Craig, so so you didn't go into this with a manual. And no. you've never played a previous one. Yep. So did you understand how the system works? Well, okay. Let, I'll give you my, um, my view of it. I was flying about the place. I was shooting things with one button that was straight ahead of me. And I was throwing blobs down onto the ground to try and kill what was on the ground. When I got to something yep. like that rock thing, I completely I wiped out that rock thing and I had to start again. And then I found the best way to get around it was just to manoeuvre through it. And that took forever. And oh. I thought, there's no way you're supposed to just manoeuvre through this. But by this point, I was so... Um, I was so chuffed in for with a penny, in for a pound. I, I, yeah, I was so chuffed with the fact that I managed to fly through this spinning rock thing without being hit. I was like, "Yes, let's get on this." I've, I've, am I missing a trick? Uh, okay, so so your shot button, which is what shoots straight ahead from you, if you hold that, you will shoot a magic spell that generally takes up a good horizontal slice of the screen, like those little crystals that you collect. 
will give you experience, right? That's what the little bar on the bottom left is. It's your experience. And as you level up from collecting crystals, your shot gets more powerful and a little bit wider. Now, you also collect spells, which are these little icons that are kind of hard to describe, but you'll normally see them. And in the bottom right corner, you see your list of spells. It's like there's fire, there's thunder, because that totally means electricity. And I think there's wind. I'm not sure. But yes, then you hold the fire button. And after about two seconds, you do this just giant bomb move, which is great. Um, and the, you can kill the rock thing in one hit. That's why I was curious to see how you got around him. Um, and then if you hold button two, which is your bombs, if you hold that long enough, you'll see little sparkles coming out of your finger and you can shoot your fairy at something and your fairy will stick to it <sighs> and damage it until it's dead. I did that accidentally sometimes. <laughs> ah, well, see, there you go. Uh, for me, it was very hard not to just leave everything on turbo because your fingers do get sore after a little while. So how far did you get? Uh, I got to, uh, I mean, genuinely not very far. I must have played for about an hour on the first level. Got to second level, blasted through that until I got to a giant tree. And I, I couldn't kill, I couldn't muddle the tree. It just was not going down. And I tried countless, not countless times, maybe like 10 times. <laughs> a, a few, A few continues and then a few more coins, and then I kept on getting back to that tree, and I couldn't get past it. It's a bit of a oh, disappointing show. Fine. I think that might be level two. There was just so much, there was so much yeah, going on, because that tree was spit. It was chucking out the seeds, so I was trying to deal with the things on the ground while you, you seem to only be able to shoot the tree in the eyes or, or in a specific region. Yeah. So I was like the face. There yep. was a lot to deal with there, which I suppose, having known there was some sort of magic bomb option, might have made things slightly easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's not too bad because I mean, there's only seven stages in there, and I totally didn't Google that really quick because <laughs> I just know everything. So yeah, you didn't do too bad, especially for your first outing. Uh, personally, I got to stage four. And it does get harder along. I mean, it it was meant to eat your quarters. And you kind of can't get away from that fact, even if you're playing a home port. It won't eat your quarters. It'll just eat your frustration. Yes. And your soul. And, and yes, and of course your soul. And the Cotton series, as it moves on, I think gets better. Like, this is the most basic that this game will get. So... Since this was an arcade game, uh, if you came across this and you saw that cute little witch on there with the little fairy, would you plunk a quarter in it? Or 25p? No, I would not. No, not at all, huh? So you've come you've come down, and we're away from polyester, no artificial fabrics at all. It's back to cotton. So you fall down on the, I don't really like this um, side of it. Okay, right, there are there are many, many things that are really endearing about this game. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do one of those political speeches where I say, you know, Ah oh, no. But there, there is actually there's some really cool stuff. There's some really fantastic animations. The cutscenes that are in between levels are really good. There's like some really good and it's only like two or three frame looped 
animations, but they're really quite. There's one where the the kid looks surprised, or or something looks surprised on screen, and it's raising his eyebrows. And I was just looking at it, going, "That's really well done for being three frames of animation. It's really nice. It sounds great. Yeah. The, the wee wizardy thing guy sounds great. Yeah, it's um, it's full of charm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fantastically presented. It's just it just falls down on the chaos. But maybe if I go back to it and I, I just magic bomb my way through it and know that there's magic there as well, maybe, maybe, maybe it would be a bit better. But I, I've got a terribly patchy history with the genre and, and whatnot. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I didn't know that before we uh, before I suggested it. But that's that's good. I mean, I'm always curious what people think about games mm-hmm. that I really like. Cotton's pretty up there for me. Like, if I was going to own an arcade cabinet, it would be in the running with things like Street Fighter 2, because I really like Cotton. Uh, it's just... I mean, when I first played it, it was also that magical point in a young man's life where you're starting to get into anime. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, it was just, oh my gosh, this is this is great. Oh, and, and now there's that, that magical point in a young man's life when you finish level one and there's this completely scantily clad giant fairy woman. Exactly, right? Right. I, and, see, um, I see where you're at now, yeah. You're not old enough to know that, no, they can't put full fairy nudity in this game really, uh-huh. that they marketed to kids. So, you know, you're hoping, hey, maybe, maybe if I beat it. You know, it's just it's just the way your brain works. It's like, it's like when you were up late at night and your parents were asleep, you were still watching TV. And you thought maybe, maybe you could get to see somebody naked. But you didn't realize they couldn't show naked people on TV. <laughs> it never, it never happened. Unless you, you ended up having to watch like David Duchovny and Red Shoe Diaries, and then that was just terrible. Oh, no, see, well, with us, you couldn't, you couldn't get that on free air TV. That was cable only. That was for the rich. Really? People. Oh, wow. No, that. that yeah, was... so we just had like like major networks, which I don't know if you guys have over there. Do you guys when you had free air TV? Well, we've got like there's lots of channels we get for free, lots and lots of I so like no, like like like, like like stick out your antenna on on your roof, kind of yeah. thing. Wow, you got yeah. that many channels? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great. You get seventy or eighty channels, including all your like catch up channel or plus ones, channel four or plus one hour and all that. But there's like. UK TV and music channel, kids channel, porn channels, lots of stuff. Wait, 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 wait. You can see naked people on free air TV? Yeah, yeah, like naked people. And you can oh. tune in at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and you get a 10 minute free view thing where it's get 10 minutes of uncensored, unbridled sex. Oh, man, you my childhood was That's, a waste. I was watching like. <laughs> and what porn we are, we are awesome <laughs> i know i know oh, God. Uh, american listeners if, if you know you're listening you probably know what it's like to watch like usa up all night and hopefully you'll get to see something raunchy but your little brain doesn't realize that no they can't show that on tv so you just end up watching this terrible movie like bikini bistro hoping to see somebody naked and nothing is all edited out oh yeah, that's just a horrible state of affairs. And that's basically cotton. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I have a lot of fondness for this game, and I can't objectively say it's because it's a good game or it's because I hit that at a point in my life where I was really into shooters. I don't know. 
Um, out of curiosity, what did you play this on, Craig? Because I forgot to ask. Uh, I played it on uh, I played it on my laptop on some emulator. I took up an age to emulate. It was, it was quite a tricky thing. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what it was about it, but um, it's not as simple well, it, as sticking it, a ROM a, in a, a folder. It's a turbo CD game. Yeah, so you need to you need to do something like a bin and a queue file and turn it into an ISO and mount the ISO and then the emulator picks it up. But yeah, it worked in the end, but I ended up as well. It was on the keys. It was up, down, left, right, and then XCBB for your buttons i i was i'd sitting there with my playstation controller ready to rock and roll and it just wasn't working with whatever emulator i had which was oh no, see I, I have a tg16 emulator on my wii and mm-hmm. that works really nicely with the classic controller because there's only ah. two buttons on a thing and then i got the hankering to play the arcade game so i i did boot up mame and i have an arcade stick and so i was sitting in front of my computer with an arcade stick playing cotton and it was a good time oh nice but i um I'm I'm sad to hear that you didn't enjoy it as much as I do, but that might just be that you you know that your bias. It's like me with adventure games. You mm-hmm. have made me play one of the best uh-huh. ones, and I'm still. Ugh, ugh, I know, I know about I it. So I completely understand it. I don't hold that against you in the slightest. Well, I do because you you made fun of Godzilla, and that's not cool. Well, no, Godzilla is a special case. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Craig, what are, what are we going to do next now that we've gotten through cotton? And that I rhyme? think next, I want to go back to my childhood and play one of my favoritest games on the Genesis, which was Micro Machines from 1993. I forgot to look up the date, but I'm sure it's 1993. Really just fancy having a wee quick squiz through it. And I think... After I started thinking about this, I thought there's like three or four games from my childhood that I. There might be like games that you might go, oh, someone else is playing one of these games, but I really want to play a few of them. So, Dave, we're in for a few great Genesis games on the drop. Well, now, see, I have a bias against tabletop racers if they involve small vehicles. So, I don't quite no. know. What did you think about that tabletop racing that came out last year at some point? I it was okay. It didn't feel like micro machines, but you know, yeah, because there is it, a micro machines game as well. It's kind, it's it's kind of like if you're playing Mario Kart in Big World. That's kind of what it felt like. It didn't really feel like I'm small and looking at it from a bird's eye view. Is the new one from a bird's eye view? I do not know. I'm too scared to pick it up after the the Carmageddon incident. I don't want anything else ruined. Oh, come on, don't let Carmageddon ruin you, man. I bought Carmageddon. It isn't ruined me. And I paid $45 for it. You did not, did you? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. You've got to like it's it, and a- you pretty much have to say it, because if you, <laughs> you actually accept that you've paid $45 for it, you might actually cry. I haven't bought too many $60 stinkers in my life, but I have bought quite a few $40 stinkers. And Carmageddon is is definitely one of them. So yeah, don't let it get to you, man. Take take a chance. Splurge. Okay, so come back and join us next week where we're going to talk about Micro Machines. And in the meantime, you could perhaps, I don't know, listen to some of our BitEffect episodes. Maybe even take in a VGM, BGM, VGM, Critical Cuts, Kits, Prime Rib, whatever they're called that Mike does. Uh, Also, a very quick note. Craig, you said Genesis. Yes. 
Why did why didn't you say Mega Drive, dog? Because are you if, actually from like Connecticut? If, just Vikings? No. If you look at our SoundCloud plays, about eighty percent are from your side of the big blue wibbly wobbly. Ah. So what I'm doing oh. is I'm, I'm trying to be a wee bit more um, culturally. What's the but world? don't be um, relevant. Um, yeah, sensitive. Know. I would much rather um, say Mega Drive because it is a Mega Drive. Genesis is such a stupid name because it's a Mega Drive. It, well, unless you're a really big fan of Phil Collins. <laughs> um, no, no. See, you should, you should totally stick to the European way of saying things because, like, hearing other people say, "Oh yeah, I played this on the Mega Drive when I was a kid," I was like. What's the Mega Drive? Oh, this is yeah. amazing. Yeah. To Google. Well, yeah, you know, and you would just find stuff out. What I'll do then is I'll just say Mega Drive. Mega Drive. Yeah. Mega Drive. Mega Drive. Mega Drive. Mega Drive. I mean, it's not like I'm going to start saying, oh, I played that in the arcade for 25p. That's exactly yeah, what you that. say. That's exactly what you say. Because we're, we're becoming one. Oh. So so this is like Star Trek and we're the merging of the two and eventually we're going to have a bald baby? Is that what's going to happen? I'd find that perfectly acceptable. Should we still be recording? Alright, okay. No, because this is a private conversation, listener. How dare you? 